Are you doing this work to facilitate growth or to become famous? Which is more important? I fuck with what y'all got going on and what y'all represent. You know what I'm saying? We want people to leave greater than they came. We want people to leave with an aha moment. Because black people don't like going to therapy. Right. Y'all made therapy cool. Yeah. And you got an elder on social media talking about relationships. Like, that's not something we see all the time in it. The concept of it, you know what I'm saying, basically address a lot of issues that, you know what I'm saying, our community got. Toxic traits, you know what I'm saying, past trauma. And it ain't shoved down your throat in a, in a you know, politically correct way. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of scrolling. If I can go to Shade Room, I can go to Full Circle TV. You know everything come full circle. I just so love watch it come full circle. And I can never let that bad vibes inside my circle, no. Hey fam, and welcome back to Season 3 of Relationship Goals, the podcast. In this season, we're discussing co-parenting relationships. As parents, we always want the best for our children, but the best doesn't necessarily need to look like that nuclear family that society has accepted. And I thought it was very important to showcase that. In season three, we're going to meet a married couple that got divorced, did a little bit of co-parenting for a while, decided that they were meant to be together, and got remarried. We'll also hear from a bonus mom as she gives her perspective on what it was like to enter into a relationship with a guy that already had a child. I truly believe that this season is going to touch home for so many people out there. This is such an aspirational group and they really highlight what Relationship Goals the series is all about. Now we're not trying to showcase perfect co-parenting relationships, but encourage people to do the work, have those hard conversations, and cultivate healthier relationships. Listen to season three of Relationship Goals, the podcast. In this episode, we're sitting down with these parents to talk about dating while co-parenting and how that affected their relationships. You know, you're going to have conversations with your son, man. Like, you know, Makai come over. I was like, hey, he, what would he be doing? I used to ask him all types of questions. Man, I ain't going to lie. Like, yeah, what are you doing? Hey. Did you ever see him kiss your mom? I used to ask all kinds of questions. I was bad, boy. Did like, you ever kiss your mom? Did, you Did they argue? Like, I'm trying to figure out how you treating Kwani, <laughs> how intimate they are. So I'm like, I ain't going to ask him about no sexuals, though, but you know, you can kiss in front of your kids or peck them, love you. That's it. I'm asking that. I'm like, is he mean to you? I would ask him all types of questions. You know, Makai's going to tell me the truth about everything. You know? We got the magic happening. Got a feeling it's great and I'm loving it. Hey, we got the magic happening. Everything that we need, everything that we pay, girl, the magic's happening. And the feeling is great, and this feeling is great, girl, the magic happening, happening, it's happening, yeah. And I finally started dating, like, after we were done, um, you know, like, it's like, now we single, you get to be uh, as free and loose as you want to be, like, let me live, and he would not let me live. I'm talking about if he even thought I was talking to somebody popping up at my house. I can't tell you when I actually did like start dating. I don't want to say that was like a relationship. I would say dating because I was dating this guy for like a, a year, I want to say. They probably fought every time they seen each other. And it was because of Myron. It was literally because of Myron. I remember it was, it was because of him because it, he just couldn't fathom like me, you know, his baby mama or me just dating somebody. Um, he 
Oh my goodness, we got so many stories. Like I was talking to a friend in a friend from high school, one of my friend's exes. I hadn't seen him since high school. I'm like, hey, how you doing? And we just chopping it up and um, he must have pulled out his phone. I don't know if somebody was calling him or texting him and Myron happened to walk past. Myron snatched this man's phone out his hand. Open it up. You just put our number in your phone. I'm like, oh, man, I'm he was so mad. Like he used to be so wild. Like yeah, he I would not live. let me live. Like he did, he did this literally for like a good almost two years because one guy, like I said, the one that they fought every time pretty much they seen each other. I, I did date him for a year. And then, um, like the other person I was dating, they just kind of like had words before, but like he even fought this one dude that I never even dated before. And the dude used to try to date me and I used to tell him like, no, nah, like I gotta, you know, just really tie up some loose ends with my son's father. Like we're not dating, we're not together, but he will not let me live. And he like, oh, that's just an excuse. You don't want to date me. I'm like, okay. And one day I seen him at the club. He was like, you know, what's up? You want a drink or whatever? And I, I think I declined the drink at the time. So that was it. He walked, he just happened to walk back and like, you good, you need anything? Myron seen that. Next thing I know, Myron came from like Superman somewhere and pushed his man. They got the fighting and stuff. So he he made it very hectic for me today in the beginning. Yeah, like yeah. very right. hectic. Y'all gotta understand though, <laughs> when I was growing up, I always said, this one thing I said, and I stuck to what I said. I said, I, I used to say I wanted two kids, but then once I had Makai got older, it just turned one. So I'm used to having one. But I always said this though, I said, whoever I have kids by, I hopefully it's the the person that I was in love with, not just a baby mama. You get what I'm saying? Like, not a girl I just had sex with. Boom. So I fell in love with Kwani. She had my kids. So it was, and this is my first girl I ever loved in my life. And other than that, I was just being a, just me. I can just smash and leave, smash and leave. But boom. So it was all right. So with me being so in love, despite all the other stuff I was doing, like, even when we broke up, man, I couldn't accept that, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I wouldn't let her talk to nobody. But Kwani leaving that stuff. This is the thing. When, even when we broke up, <laughs> even when we broke up, a lot of stuff we did to each other while we didn't even have a title. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like she said, I made it hard for her today. It's times Kwani be double standard. She was double standard. Say, I'm going to give you a perfect example. That same guy, she said that I fought for a year, right? That I kept on fighting for a year. This was in the beginning. Me and her, this, this was in the beginning of them. She probably just started talking to him. But we was like, we wasn't uh, sexually active, but I was spending the night over there sometimes, you know, at Kwani house. And we was laying in her bed. And her phone rung at like 2 something in the morning. And I seen it with dudes, so I get mad, mother. You know, what, what are you calling you so late for? Ooh, right? And she, she, you know, she after that, she was like, "How you gonna get mad, whatever?" Whatever. I don't remember how the conversation went, but I, I reacted. Fast forward a couple months later, I'm laying in that same bed with Kwani, and this girl called my phone late at night, and we ain't together. And she reacted the same way I reacted. <laughs> but that's what people don't know. So my friend, but I wasn't listen, fighting the girls. Listen, I, I the thing you, oh, is, whoa, whoa, whoa. I ain't you didn't give... snatch the phone out of girl hand before. Too. I did that because you did. I ain't understand why you hey, did it. Man, like I'm like we not together. So man. then he he snatches the phone out the dude hand, but then ten minutes later he and a girl face getting her number. So I threw both of their phones. Like, you want to make my dating life hell? I'm going to make your dating life hell. But it wasn't like I was just out the gate doing Man. this stuff. Like, that was him out the gate. I, I was kind of no, being tit for tat. Like, you going to see how it feel kind of situation. I, I just felt like you cared still. <laughs> Maybe. That's why I did it, because I cared. You act like you didn't care. But, but when we was doing it, my friends, you need want to go out to the club, we know more, man. They used to be like, they like, <laughs> they no, all my friends, they like, man, we ain't going to the club with you no more, man. You fight every time. Cause I never, I was no person to try to get them, like, hey, bro, I'm finna go do this. I just do it. And they had to see an altercation and come. You know what I mean? And they used to be mad, like, man, we ain't going out with you no more. But they didn't know. I'm like, oh, y'all don't understand. Like, y'all see all me, cause I mean, I never hear my feelings in public, right? Kwani 
just this tough person. She got to act like she don't care, but behind closed doors, she care like a mother. And I knew that. I'm like, bro, y'all don't see what she be doing. I care, but it didn't affect him dating or nothing like that. Y'all see me doing this, and it's because, you know why, when I'm in the club, if those girls I was dating with, I was messing with, I didn't let it be known. I felt like Kwani was just so open. If it was a dude that she Because we were single. But me, I guarantee you, Kwani had one guy in there. I probably got like six girls there that I was fucking on, but I was like, when they hugged me, I was dabbing them like this, like, my mom here, but they don't know why I'm doing it. I'm giving them this, and I ain't even trying to get that energy because I knew deep down that she seen that she would feel some type of way. So I but I wouldn't have said, and I wouldn't have went over there listen, and punched him or nothing like that. Listen. I would have just made it hard for him. And like, if that, he called me the next day, like, can listen. I come over? No, no. Well, you just hugging somebody but in the club? Like, but, you know, my, my but I wouldn't have been trying to fight him or but nothing listen, like that. Though, it's the same difference. I showed mine there, but it's like, if I knew she's seen this, I knew where I still wanted to be. So if I allowed her to see too much, I wasn't going to be able to still be come over there and do what the fuck I was doing. Exactly. So, so. it was like, I, I was just, I mean, I was younger too, but it was like, people was thinking I was just a crazy one. He was, though. I'm not, I was crazy, but Kwani care too, y'all. Don't let I care, but I did not act on it. You, yeah, acted, you acted on, on it. it to me and you. So when it came to like dealing with my relationship with my daughter's mom and co-parenting with my ex, you know what I'm saying? Well, at the time, my ex-wife. Um, I was just always trying to keep everything as separate as possible, you know, because it's like, I don't want any unnecessary run-ins. You know, I don't want any unnecessary words to be thrown. I don't want any unnecessary emotions. I want kind of want everybody to just kind of move past this bad spot that we in and just, hey, this is life. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't have to beef, you know? I don't have to beef with you to co-parent with you. Um, and two, like, hey, I'm just, I'm moving on. You know what I'm saying? And so we had, I had my daughter and it was just like, when I was with her mom, you know, I would always, if we had any problems, I would go talk to my family. Like, but I would always make sure like, I did everything I was supposed to do with co-parenting with Sharice because I didn't want anything. I didn't want a person to see like you're moving on and you're now that you're moving on with the new family. You're forgetting about your son. You're forgetting about your daughter that you already had. You're just forgetting about everything in your past and you're just trying to move on. So it was like I would always definitely keep my eye on my relationship with at my then time, my daughter's mom. And... After a while, I just honestly, like, I had became so cutthroat and I just stopped caring, like, you know, well, I don't care how Sharice feel. I'm just getting my son and however you feel, that's how you feel. Like, that's on you. And I think me just kind of, like, stopping, stopping and stopped caring about how everybody felt just kind of made me focus more on me and I got real selfish. And I just kind of went to a point of where it's like, well, hey, I'm a co-parent. I'm gonna be with you. You better not say nothing about my relationship with my co-parent's relationship with her, and you better not say nothing about my relationship with my daughter's mama. Like both of y'all, just we dealing with. I'm dealing with you. I'm dealing with you, and I'm dealing with you. I'm dealing with you. That should be it. It really shouldn't even be no run-ins. So that's kind of like how I dealt with it. You know what I'm saying? Like do or through our divorcing with me and her having to co-parent. I think, I think, honestly, he said he got really cutthroat. I can see that because, you know, you just, you just a cutthroat man. He, you know, he hard. He don't play that. Uh, it's natural. But um, in him doing that, um, I think the, the thing that I picked up that he would do, like interactions between us were shorter. Like they were cut shorter. So like phone calls or when little Eric would FaceTime or something like that, it was really just, you know, hey, 
Um, where's Eric? Eric's done. Click. Where before it was just like, hey, so what's going on? And this and this and that. I got it. I was able to speak to him more. Um, but part of me, I didn't take offense to that because I understood. Like, it's another woman in your home right now. And out of respect, like, I get it. You know what I'm saying? And so if I need extra talk about what's he, what he's doing, I would shoot him a text. But I can understand as a woman how it would be triggering to hear another woman's voice in your home a lot. <laughs> so I'm like, let me respect that. Let me just have him talk to his son. And then, you know, anything else, shoot him a text. Or even with me and dating, like I said, I didn't. I didn't date often. I, I didn't like nobody. So my kids kind of, it was just me and them. So they saw me by myself. So I maintained the balance of my kids' schedule. And then outside of that, the relationship that I had to balance was the relationship with me, which is how, you know, I launched my healing journey. A lot of good stuff came out of that. I started writing books. I started an organization. I started partnering with women. And so I balanced the relationship with me um, to be a better co-parent with him. So I was a little reluctant when it was time to meet Kelly because of a previous experience that I had um, with Chris and a young lady that he was, I'm gonna say friends with um, at the time. And she would um, message me on Facebook saying, you know, um, it's time we meet. Uh, since I'm going to be in Chris and your daughter's life and this, that, and the other. So I screenshotted it and I sent it to him. I said, you better get her before <laughs> I get her. And you don't want me to respond to this because, and, and again, I don't know what their, what his relationship was with her. And I was just like, I'm not, I'm not in the mood. And I know if I respond, it's going to be real, real bad. So whatever. So I let him take care of that part with her and it was just kind of like this is so annoying but as a previous discussion we did talk about you know if there's going to be somebody around our kid like it obviously the courteous thing to do is for us to meet whoever this person is like he you know would have me meet whoever he was dating and then if I was dating anybody and it was around our kid then he will meet that guy as well so um, I remember picking up my baby and um, we're on our way home and she's like, Kelly, 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 this, Kelly, that. Mind you, she's only a year and a half. So obviously Kelly is a super easy thing to say for a small child like that. And I'm like, who is Kelly? So I um, text Chris like, or called him or whatever and was like, who is Kelly? And Basically, um, it was someone that he was dating. And so I'm like, oh, okay. And then kind of like left it at that. And then I want to say a few days later or maybe a week later, he wanted me to meet her. And so I'm like, oh, okay, that's, you know, that's cool. And then in my mind, I was like, okay, well, I got to be open-minded because this is something that we talked about. So I'm just like, huh, I'm not, <laughs> you know, I'm not fully ready for this, but it is what it is. And so I was picking up, I was headed to his apartment to pick up um, the baby. And I had a really crappy day at work, so I was super annoyed. And then I was on a phone call um, 
when I pulled up to his apartment and I can't remember what Chris had did in that moment, but I was kind of like snapping at him while he was buckling her into her car seat. And so she came out and like she's on the driver's side um, of the car. And so I'm steady, you know, at his head. And I was like, oh, okay, okay, this is, this is, okay, I gotta chill out. This is, I need to get it together. And so um, she came to the window and she was like, hi, you know, I'm Kelly. Woo -woo. And I was like, hi, I'm Grace, nice to meet you. And that was kind of it for that particular moment. It was just like a quick meet and greet, uh, which was cool. And then um, I remember calling my best friend right after that because she knew that that was what I was on my way to do. And so she's kind of like giving me my little prep talk too. Like, you know, you can't be this, you can't be that. And I'm like, I'm grown. I know what I'm doing. I know how to handle people. I was like, but of course, if she's rude, then I'm going to be rude back. But when I, uh, when we finally finished that meet and greet, um, I called her back and she was like, how was it? I was like, she seems pretty nice. I was like, but we'll see. Cause you know, everybody, well not everybody, but some people do put on a face when they're meeting people. And it's like, you meet their representative first and then you just gotta wait and see if that's the real person or if that's somebody else. And so I was like, well, we'll see, but she seems, she seems cool, but we'll see. Um, and that was like the gist of meeting her. And then still like in the back of my mind is like, okay, what kind of woman is this? Like, is she, hopefully she not like the previous girl where she gonna be, you know, messaging me, talking about this, that, or the other. Um, and you know, me still being in the growing stage, I'd be like, text Chris and be like, hey, you need to handle this before I handle it. Because, you know, he's known me for a long time. And it's like, if I have to handle it, it's not gonna work out the way that he would probably want it to work out. So, you know, that will always be my way of kind of being the mature person is like, okay, well, this is, you know, something you should handle and I'm just gonna let you handle it. And then if it happens again, I'm just gonna handle it myself. And that was, you know, the situation at that time. And that's how I met Kelly. And she's been good with me ever since. Once I got into a new relationship and trying to balance co-parenting with him, um, it was a little, it was not a little, it was very uncomfortable at first because um, I still knew how Myron felt about me and we were still just really learning the co-parenting. Even though we had come a long way and we was much better than we were when we first started, um, we were only so good when we first started because I wasn't really like in a relationship like yeah I was dating and talking to people but it was nothing solidified or serious to the point where it was like okay now this person is like is really really in my son's space or whatever so at first it was very uncomfortable and um, it affected my dating, not affected, but it kind of like, you know, I, I was very mindful of how soon I had him around my son, you know, for the sake of just out of respect for Myron. And so just making sure like this is a, a thing, like is this, is this gonna last? Because if it's not, then there's no point of you meeting my son. There's no point of you being around him. So then like, of course, you know, me wanting Myron to get him a little more so I could spend a little more time with him. Like he, he made that rough for me a little bit. But then, um, you know, when we, because the person I that I was, with 
<laughs> the person that we was dating, I mean, the person that I was dating. <laughs> you was messing me up. The person that um, I was dating, he had children as well. So, you know, um, that, that, that was a whole nother thing with his co-parenting situation. So, you know, like just that part was easy as far as like him not overstepping any boundaries and um, being respectful um, of the pace that I wanted to go at as far as like integrating, you know, my son with our relationship and then my situation with Myron. But um, as far as like those two, um, never was an issue. Ne never was an issue. I just never needed to bring the two together. Like Myron knew, okay, I'm with this person. If you want to have a conversation, y'all can. This person knows that this is Makai's dad. He's very hands-on. Like, you know, I just need you to be my man. And when we live together, you know, be that adult figure for him in the household, you know, and, and bond, whatever. But, like, he, he has his dad or whatever. So, at first, it was very uncomfortable um, just because of the personal space that me and Myron were in. Even though we hadn't been dating for a couple years, like, it, it always has been that, like, let's get back together. Let's make our family work or whatever, even though he was out doing him and I was doing me. But um, overall, um, with with time, it just got better. With time, dating, I, I found a balance. It got easier um, once we all were on the same page. He knew, okay, I got somebody. I'm going to have our son around him. That just made it easier. That made the balance much, much better. So when um, when... When Kwani started dating a new guy, obviously that mean my son had to be around him. You know what I mean? I didn't think it was, you know, I was hoping it wasn't nothing serious at first, so I was trying to find reasons to be mad. Like, oh, you got my son around, some random dude. You know, it was to make her feel bad, like, you know, stuff like that. But time passed, man, like a couple years or something, this same dude still around. I'm like, oh, this is real. You know what I'm saying? Like, this, you really messing with dude. You know what I'm saying? So it kind of blew me so this, with this being my first son and, and being in a situation like this for the first time, it was like, I didn't want, I don't want my son around no other man. Even though me and my son relationship was like, like we like super tight. It was like, I didn't want no man showing my son something that I haven't showed him yet. You know what I mean? It could be something simple. Or trying to redo things that I've done with him already. You know what I mean? So like, once I realized it was serious, you know what I mean? It, it kind of, it kind of blew me. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn. But, uh. It was really blowing me like, like, cause it was different multiple times. Like, you know, I call and or something, and Makai might be going with Ryan or doing something. Like she said, particularly that one time when they, he took him to the courts. I'm like, man, you know, I didn't took this boy to the courts every day. I'm gonna easy love basketball. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing all this. Now you got this new dude coming talking about. I'm gonna take him to the court. Like he ain't gonna jump on the. My mind said you trying to jump on the band. Like he ain't taking my son to no courts. And you know what I'm saying? But I had to grow out of that understand. And then it was like, you know, you gonna have them conversations with your son, man. Like. You know, Makai come over, I was like, he, what would he be doing? I used to ask him all types of questions, man, I ain't gonna lie. Like, yeah, what are you doing? Hey, did, did you ever see him kiss your mom? I used to ask all types of questions, I was bad, boy. <laughs> like, you ever kiss your mom? You know, did they argue? Like, I'm trying to figure out how you treating Kwani, <laughs> how intimate they are. So, like, I ain't gonna ask him about no sexuals, though, but you know, you can kiss from your kids or peck them, love you, just say, I asked him that, I'm like, is he mean to you? I would ask him all types of questions. You know, Makai gonna tell me the truth about everything. You know, he just, like, water, running water. Mm -hmm. But, um, I, he was saying that, and, he told me that the, 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 the man, the dude was fun. Man, I was pissed off when he told me that, man. He said, oh, he fun. What you mean he fun, man? I wanted to hear something bad, so I got an excuse to be mad. You know what I'm saying? But he said he was fun. I'm like, man, you know what I'm saying? I ain't know, I ain't know how they said that, you know? But then, 
five bags, you know, and it's just like, you know what, you gotta, you gotta grow up. You gotta get put in certain situations and be uncomfortable, you know, and then we go to games and uh, what was really hard for me is we go to these games and, and Kwani come with her whole family. They got her daughter in the stroller, <laughs> Ryan, Makai, but Makai will be with me. Sometimes he drives mine, but you know, I'm going to tournament, but I'm sitting at the game and I'm just sitting up and looking at it like this motherfucker. I'm with a whole family. <laughs> I'm sitting over here watching the game. You know, at the time, I was having fun enjoying my son's game, so it didn't kill my vibe. I was regular, but it was like, boom. You know what I mean? Then they posting videos. Like, they go to the swimming pool part. And the trips I couldn't go to because I'm out of time. He in the pool throwing the kids in the water. I'm like, man, he doing what I'm supposed to be doing. He in there throwing my son in the water. They scream. Oh, they having a good time. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like, this is a real relationship. You got this dude over here tossing my son in the water. Like, don't. Nah, I'm mad. Like, he better not drown my son. I'm trying to find any reasons to get mad. And then my son drowned. I, I, was, I, I was trying to find any reason to try to, to, try to find something, man. But like I said, it was cool, though, man. Like, like me and dude never bumped heads. I ain't got nothing bad to say about him. Like, you know what I mean? McKay ain't never said nothing. Uh, whatever happened with him, McKay, that's their business. So I can't, you know, she's still in one piece. So I would have helped her if he, you know, if, you know, I'm kind of Superman. <laughs> but I didn't have to. <laughs> uh, when it comes to discipline, I believe in exactly how I was raised and how my mama was raised. and. General spatter rise for the child. I believe if you mess up bad enough, you're supposed to get messed up too. <laughs> like I, I don't think it's enough hands in this room to count how many times I've got a whipping in a month. <laughs> we got the magic happening. Got a feeling it's great and I'm loving it. Hey, we got the magic happening. Everything. Be your own relationship goals with relationship goals. The journal. This journal is an extension of our show and has 100 plus writing prompts to help you mend and grow the relationships with yourself, romantic partner, family, and friends. Order yours today on FullCircleTelevision.com. Relationship Goals, the podcast, is a Full Circle Television production recorded in Everyday Media Studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Our audio engineer is Dooch and our executive producers are Marcus and Kayla Lewis-Allen. Don't forget, if you're only listening to the podcast, there's so much more to see on FullCircleTelevision.com. Log on to experience Relationship Goals, the series, in a whole new way. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Full Circle Television.